Today, amazing paranormal experiences, first-hand accounts from a man who communicates with the dead, a woman who leaves her body nearly every night, and no joke, my own extraordinary out-of-body experience that I talked about on Friday and that you're going to see today. Because, of course, what do we do every day? It's the new day, first day of the new season. We do gossip, gossip, gossip. Today with the latest on Cher and Shannon Doherty. It's all coming right up here, so stay right where you are, okay? Okay. <laughs> near-death experiences and communicating with dead relatives and out-of-body experiences. And my next guest had more than 3,000 out-of-body experiences. She has written a how-to manual called Adventures in Out-of-Body Travel. Please welcome Marilyn Hughes. And nice to have you on. And the things I asked George before, um, how did you, what was your first out-of-body experience? Well, my first one occurred when I was very young, about nine years old, and I was told at that time that something would happen later on. And so the first one that occurred in my adult life occurred about three months after my daughter was born. And so it just kind of, I think the birth of my daughter inspired it in some way. Were you scared? The first time it happened, I was scared because I didn't know what was happening. I had no idea, and you go into this really heavy vibrational state, and you're going out, and uh, I was like laying in bed, and I was trying to just, I was going to get up. And as I lifted my arm, my light arm came out, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. And so it was, it was, I was scared the first time, but what I did after that, it was like for a couple of nights, I was a little bit afraid to go to sleep. But then what I did was I just said, okay, this is a neat thing that's happening. I know it's neat. I'm a little bit scared because it's something unknown. But um, I, I, I just want to be able to do this, and I asked for their help to make it peaceful. And the second time when it happened, there were six light beings around me, and all I felt was total peace and, and love and joy. Do you, where do you go? You've done it 3,000 times. So it's like yeah. almost nightly, I would say. <laughs> it's nightly now. It started out where it would happen, you know, the first time it happened, then it would happen a month later. And over time, it's like a natural evolution where it happens all the time. Can and you control it, though? Do you say, I'm going to do it now? Um, you don't necessarily control it in that way. You do have some idea. You have control over it. You have, you know, the ultimate say as to what you want to do and whether or not you want to go along. But the thing about the universe that, we, you know, in our physical world, we only have a very limited perspective of how much is out there. So you really wouldn't want to control it because once you get out, you want someone to show you where to go. No, but I mean, <laughs> if you're... Does it always happen at night when you're in bed? It happens at night or if you, um, like, I, mean, if I go to sleep in the afternoon. Or <laughs> so what happens if you say, I, like, I have to pick my daughter up at 3 o'clock at school. I'm just saying, yeah. And it's 2.59. Mm -hmm. And, uh-oh, here I go. Can you say not yet or I don't want to go now? Yeah, you can say that. And a lot of times, too, they'll actually wake me up if I'm, you know, if my alarm clock doesn't work. My guys will come in and wake me up if I'm going to oversleep. Could it happen now? I mean, it doesn't happen when you're sitting physically. No. You, you would have to be in a very deep level of consciousness. Consciousness, because your body has to go into a very, you know, a slower, slower rate in order to get out. What happened when you started telling people about these experiences? Do they just think this is a cuckoo? Well, you get you get a very reaction. You get yeah. a very reaction. You get people who think you're nuts, and then yeah. you also get people who who either have done it themselves and say, well, gosh, I never wanted to tell anybody, or you have people who are just very intrigued with it. You know what I mean? So you get a varied reaction. What about your family? I mean, like you're married, mm -hmm. and you have children. Mm -hmm. I have one little girl. Yeah, just the one that you have. I, I, what happens if this happens? Can they read? Can they get you back? 
What if God forbid you were at a body and there was a fire? I don't know. If there was a fire, in fact, there was a time when there was a prowler in my house. And um, my guides came in and they were talking to me. A lot of times there'll be a being that's like hovering over you as you're coming back in. And they woke me up at 3 in the morning and I was able to get the police out there. So a lot of times, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't inter interfere in any way with your physical life. If anything, it enhances it. And with the family, like with my daughter and my husband, what, what happens is that as you're, as you're doing this, it's a natural state where you're, you're evolving. And so you're, you have angels and guides, whatever you prefer to call them, who tell you things that you need to work on. And it's similar to the near-death experience in the regard that you have that overwhelming feeling of love and oneness and universal unconditional love, but they also help you to see things that maybe are difficult for you to see within yourself. And so sometimes it, it brings up things in your marriage or your family with yourself and with others in the family that you need to work on. Do you see this being passed on to your daughter? She does it now. So I, she does so. Can she be taught, which is what Dr. Moody's coming on saying that, that pretty much everyone can be. What what it is, it's a matter of being becoming aware of the reality that this exists. Everything has to become possible in our minds before it can become probable and then reality. And a lot of times just becoming aware of it, whether you just read a bunch of experiences and honesties of light, or whether you um, you know, so, whether you read, you know, Raymond Moody's book and realize that there's more going on, you're you're going to see that that, that there's more to experience and you open up to it. The way that I personally work with people is it's just a very natural evolution. I, I start working with them in terms of their guides come to me and tell me things that they need to know. Sometimes people may have un, un, unknown fears that they have of having the experience. It's a very powerful experience. People who have control issues or are afraid to let go a lot of times are going to have to work through some of that before they can really surrender to spirit, so to speak. Have you ever done this, George? No. no. And I think I'd be a little nervous, too. You'd be nervous. <laughs> no, thank you. In such a vast unknown. We'll be back in a moment. We're going to be joined by a man who's responsible for Dr. Moody's successes. So please stay with us. Thank you.